Uh, hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm here with Ethan. Hey. And Ricardo. Hey. And we are doing a podcast today. Another one. Surprise. I know. Probably, you probably weren't expecting it after last week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was the last game that we talked about. The last game, the that last ever game out, that so. ever needs to come out is the second coming of games. Yep. As Ethan, mm-hmm. Ethan calls it the second coming, but he never uh, under- tells me what this is the second coming of. Uh, <laughs> second coming video of game of Jesus, man. Uh, video game. Je- uh, the Does it? Did it? We just. I don't know. Has it? Has it? Did it die for the sins of all other video games? We're getting, into, we're getting into very sacrilegious territory. Uh, fuck it. Uh, uh, Breath of the Wild it features a goddess. It is a heathen game, and it will be burned at the stake. You're uh, right. It's <laughs> true. It will not make it. Is, it. it is. It is one of the. It is. It is a Celtic game or something. I don't know. Yeah. It what is. would? What? What is the like lore of Zelda? Dude, so don't don't even go there. No, but I'm saying like I'm saying like what is it taking inspiration from? I mean, like what kind of mythology? Like very, 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 very loosely uh, Japanese, but like okay, super removed. Not even. I mean, like the the whole plot of the original plot of the games, which they've kind of changed and retconned since. But that there was three goddesses that made the world, and when. They after they finished making the world, they left to go to like the you know the the higher plane or the goddess world or wherever that is, and went and like the the point where they like left the world formed the Triforce, which is the three symbols of the three goddesses together, and then anyone who touches the Triforce gets to have whatever which they want granted, and can go to the sacred sacred realm. Sacred realm is like where all the fancy heaven stuff is. But usually Ganon gets in there and he makes it all evil, and then Link has to go in the sacred realm and. Stop it from being evil, and then get the Triforce, and then win. That's usually the cool. But then, starting with Skyward Sword, they've changed it to be not goddesses, but one goddess. And what? It's they they like Skyward Sword is set at the very beginning of the very first timeline that these games have a timeline now that they kind of tried to ham in. Oh there. God, my eyes are rolling back. But uh, yeah, so that's that's. They're, they're, they do manage to explain how there's before there was three goddesses and now there's only one and make it makes like, you know make sense I guess but it's Somewhat. like not worth it's not like a story driven series it's not like you need to know what's going on in one game to know what the other games were like or anything like that and that has been the Zelda lore minute yes I mean I could I could really I could really get into it if you guys want me to I'm but good. I don't think. Uh, it sounds like it sounds like Ethan really wants to hear more. Sounds like no, Ethan's no, oh, no. Uh, before we get into any Zelda talk, though, we should really talk about the beers we've been drinking. Guys, I'm all yeah. I'm, I'm all out. I got my Twenty First Amendment, like twenty four pack or whatever it was from Costco, mm-hmm. but now I'm like out of new beers. This is the last so one. You... This is the last one oh, I've no. got. Okay, I've got Down to Earth, is a session IPA. It's the one with the monkey in the spacesuit on it. Oh, um, you, it's a. This is one of their more popular ones, and it is, uh, pretty good. Are you saying it's got a lot of flavor for an IPA? It's not just like bitter. It's got okay. It's got it, the session. The session. Um, 
part of it. I don't know what that refers to, but I feel like it's related to it like it's more low key. It's <laughs> it's not as hoppy. I think low key. Yeah, I this think beer it's... is like great. I think that it's um, a session IPA is one that's uh, the lower alcohol content, so you're supposed to be able to, you know, it's like you're you're Have drinking it in, in, a a, in a more casual in like a more casual fashion, you know. Well, this monkey is super casual. He's on an island and he's in a spacesuit and he's in a hammock. Well, there you go. He just he just got out of his it's... capsule. There's a picture of the capsule. It's like tied up on the beach. See, and it's weird because um, <laughs> uh. Ballast Points Session IPA has a skeleton that's in a hammock, so, so I, guess, every, every, I guess Session IPAs are for chilling out in a hammock. Just, get, I guess so. Get me a hammock in here. Have you uh, ever been in a hammock? Have yeah. you guys ever been in a hammock? Yeah. I've, yeah. I've never been in a hammock before. Really? Um, there's like two different kinds. There's like a plastic one and they have like a traditional, I think Guatemala is actually known for their type of hammocks. Like the like, net ones? Or yeah, whatever? which are more like net-like. I've only um, ever been in a net one. Yeah, and, and how'd you li- and how'd you like it? Uh, they are comfy, but they are also a little bit difficult. If you are not like, you could easily fall out of one of those if you uh-huh. yes. uh, if you don't plan <laughs> your entrance or exit properly, and also if you uh if you if you if depending on the kind of how how it's been meshed together, it could you could you could like get your hand or you know fingers or you know, your foot stuck in the hammock, and then that would be difficult for you to try to exit. This sounds like a setup for several comedy things to have. I'm yep, sure you've totally. seen any uh, cartoons. That's, that's my biggest regret, is coming back from Guatemala without a hammock. I was like, you're too expensive. And I came back, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to just buy one online. And I looked, and I was like, they're all way more money. They were way more expensive but... than in Guatemala? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Bummer, but... Yeah, they're pretty good. They're good. But the problem is, you gotta find a place to hang them, which is kind of annoying. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing around here. Yeah, is that there's not you don't exactly have big backyards at most places to uh, hang it up in your room. I mean, you could try that. I guess so. Right. Uh, what are you drinking, find the studs. Ethan? What are you drinking? I'm Ethan? drinking this relatively unknown beer called Shock Top <laughs> Belgian Light. Wow, I've never heard of that before. I know it's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I think I was realizing this. Our interesting beers, besides Matt, has gone down a little bit because uh-huh. it's like we're not impressing anyone. It's just like, yeah, I'm just going to drink this myself. Like, exactly. Get, I don't know what you're talking about. Sh- I'm trying to impress. I'm trying to impress our listeners. Well, Unlike you guys, falling down the lowest common denominator. I, I know. See, once, seriously. Like, once, once uh, if I had a Costco time. around here that had a nice uh, variety pack, maybe I'd get one of those and siphon it like you did because that's a pretty good idea actually you could i forgot you go to costco buy alcohol without yeah, you don't, membership you don't need a costco membership for that i do have a costco yeah. membership Wait, but what uh, no if yeah. for, for alcohol they legally have to you go in and they ask for your card you say i'm here to buy alcohol and then they'll let they have to let you in well yep. what if you say also also if you I'm say i'm here to buy alcohol and then you buy other stuff well because no you have to have a, when you go to check out you'll need a costco card uh, yeah unless okay. unless you are just buying alcohol you can though uh, go to the food mart, or food uh, court area, and get like a chicken bake or a pizza a or whatever. Pizza, super yeah. super cheap, and delicious, good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a uh, uh, so yeah, uh, shock pop. If you haven't had it, you should go try it because I mean it's, it's staple. It's fine. It's a little bit. Uh, I always find them a little bit too sweet. On like yes, the, the I little bit little really don't a like little top. I'm really a not little happy. syrupy, but not that bad. Um. I think it's pretty good though. I'd give it. A, I'd give it a three. It's fine. 
It's a fine beer that's commonly available. Ricardo. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. I am drinking what? a. What? Uh, Excuse me. Uh, wait, 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 I didn't give her. We didn't give her a rating. What, what rating did you give yours, uh, Ethan? I, I gave it a three. Three. Okay, mine is a three as well. Perfect. Well, there you go. Shock top, just as good as this craft beer stuff. No, that's coming out. Ethan uh, changes to a two. <laughs> I'm drinking a Samuel Adams Rebel IPA, which has been re. Uh, they apparently reformulated it. Uh, it's the Samuel Adams Rebel IPA has been out for a little while, and I guess was not necessarily getting. Very good reviews, perhaps <laughs> by beer drinkers, and therefore it is now uh, reformulated. I personally didn't mind it before um, drinking this. It tastes a little bit smoother than it was before. Before it was very bitter, very hoppy. Now it seems like they've smoothed out the taste a little bit, um, and I I still think it's it's all right. It's fine. It's it's a good cheap IPA if you want to go out and get it. Have we ever talked about mm. our favorite beer types on the show? I mean, I'm sure we've mentioned it like kind of offhandedly, but like if you guys had to go out and get like not not talking about the brand of the of the maker, just like the kind of beer. I have what's no your, idea. What's your go? Man. What's your go-to? I have no idea because it all depends on my mood. Like a lot of times, I'm even thinking. I'm thinking like before, I didn't like stouts or porters or anything like that. But after a while, it kind of grown on me. But I feel like it has to be in the right mood for it. You know, like if it's a cold, cold day out, like a nice big mug of whatever heavy kind of beer is actually pretty good but other than that i mean i just kind of whatever i usually gravitate towards like stuff that sounds weird um just because i like experimenting with things and seeing if like oh hey does this coconut work in this beer i don't know so i'll try it and be, sometimes be amazed sometimes just be like ah i tasted like coconut with beer it didn't really mix very well or something like that you know so i feel like that well, it's either that or like whichever one is the cheapest on, on the aisle is the yeah, other that's <laughs> give me my uh ab uh the most alcohol for my buck or whatever <laughs> ricardo what about you uh i mean i'm i'm similar like recently i've been drinking a lot of lagers like just kind of easy to drink like not not terribly like uh not beers with beers with not a ton of personality. Well, I'll say that uh, is kind of what I've been drinking lately. But I'd say if I had to go to a place and what I'm like looking for to have a drink, it would probably be it would honestly probably be an IPA, just something something uh, with a little bit of bite to uh, yeah. probably either pair with food or to just like have my one like one maybe two drinks that night and then that'll be it. That'll be it for that. Cool. Uh, yeah, for me, I think it's probably like I got like a good dark ale, like a brown ale, will be a good starting point for me. Safe and, choice. Yeah, and then if I and then if I if I am feeling a little bit more like for something more heavy, then I definitely love I love good stout, love a good porter. So stouts are great. Yeah, I just drink them a little bit less because again, if you are going on like a night out or whatever, and you are like having a nice rich meal. Like yeah, to have, a stout, to have a stout on top of that is like kind of a little bit. Too, it it, yeah, it does depend too, because like certain stouts are very, very overpowering, and some of them are, you know, not nearly not nearly as as such. So, um, so if you get like a um, what are those wines called? They're called oh, what are those things called. Oh, 
uh, barley wine. Is that like, what they're called? Oh, oh yeah, barley like, wine. Yeah, like yeah, like those wines. are those are very heavy. It's just like all well, those aren't wool. those aren't even stouts. Those are a completely separate like, thing. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like as far as like heavy type of yeah. beers, like that's just one where I'm like, oh jeez, I just drink this one and then I'm done. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, th- I mean, those are usually like 16 or 17 like, percent. Yes. you know, in that range of uh, alcohol content too. So. That's a whole different thing. I like sours a lot too. I've recently gotten into sours. Those are those are pretty tasty. Not a huge, sa- uh, not a huge sours guy. Not a huge sours uh, guy. Uh, I think they're fine. Yeah, it 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 teaches their own. Teaches their own. Um, all right, guys, let's talk about video games. I don't know why we talk about video games anymore on this podcast because we the one true video game has already come out. It's been out for a week and a half, a little bit. So, I mean, really not much point anymore. We just talk about Zelda every week. This Sniffer Clippers. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh. Sniffer Clips. <laughs> Man, so let me just let me. I'll just say this really quick. So me and Ethan played Sniffer Clips when he was here, and then I went back home this weekend to see to see family and stuff. And me and my wife played Sniffer Clips. It's just not nearly as much fun the second time. Oh, yeah, I think you're like figuring out the idea. Like after you figure out the puzzle, it's yeah, like, it's oh, like okay. it's like a puzzle game where like you, especially if you just played it like a week ago, it's not really doing the same puzzles over again. It's not really that fun. Great, yeah. And that game, uh, while I love it, is like way too short. Or at least the, the two player mode is way too short. Like we we beat it in like one weekend, and I thought like me and you were gonna play it, and I was like, all right, and I'll play the rest of these levels with Amber when I you know next time I see her, and then like we just beat all the levels, and I was like. Oh, that, oh, I didn't realize that was going to happen. Uh, I didn't realize that we was could play the four-player mode later. Yeah, but yeah, I, I didn't want to like, play that, but yeah, that was definitely a little bit of a bummer. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. But the game is still good. Like, I mean, in fact, it's one of the better games for Switch. Um, but uh, Zelda. And I know Ricardo has, too. Oh, definitely. Uh, I have beaten <coughs> one dungeon. I'm not spoiling too much, I'll say that. And I will say that you get cool stuff for beating dungeons. And the dungeons themselves are pretty cool. So I have not uh, I have not beat any dungeons yet. The one thing that I'm fine well, first of all, like um, I definitely have not played as much as I wanted to. Although to a, I I will say that with the caveat that any kind of amount of Zelda that I played would probably have not been enough you want to. Uh, enough Zelda because there's just so much to do. Like today I was playing and um, I forget I was in like a I was either trying to do a shrine or in some other uh, trying to beat some other kind of combat challenge where I realized like oh I just don't have enough arrows so I need to go. Like pick up some more arrows. I think I'll fast travel over to Kakariko just to, to buy a few bundles of arrows. And then I fast traveled over to Kakariko and I never ended up buying the arrows because I just was like too distracted by, oh, what's over there? Wait, what's over there? Yep. And then I found That's myself like, the same. I found myself like halfway across the map away from Kakariko again doing other stuff and uh, didn't buy the arrows. So now next time I play I made sure to save while I was actually in the village so that for sure I'm going to go get the damn arrows because, uh, yeah, I just got, I'm just going to get too distracted otherwise. Yeah, there, there, has to, there comes a certain point where I definitely had to, like, settle down and go, okay, I'm going to do a thing, like, when I went to go to the dungeon. I was like, I'm just going to follow this story thread for a little bit here. Um, 
And I've been marking... The great thing about that game is that I just mark stuff on the map whenever I see something that I think is cool. Or I'm like, I bet there's something cool on top of that hill. I'll just, like, mark that on my map for later. And then, you know, go and do that some other time. So, um, when I when I got to this area, the... Uh, I'll just say I went to the the area where the Zoras are, is all I'll Okay, say, yeah, because it's, it's, it's introduced pretty early that there are four kingdoms. And... Yeah, and, and that's not a spoiler to say, like, yeah. Yeah, the Zoras are in a Zelda game. Look, well, you know, there you go. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and the early Especially cutscenes... since, appara- Especially yeah, since apparently that shark guy is, uh, everybody's a big fan of that shark guy, apparently. Uh, Prince, Prince Sidon. Yes, Sidon. Since I don't know how you pronounce his name, Sidon. Sidon. Yes, yes. He is a he is a cool guy, and he has a he has a definitely like I described him to Amber as he's like if if Gaston was like not an asshole. Like that, that's, that's his that's his character type. He's like the same like yes, I'm so amazing, but he's also not like he's not an evil jerk he's a good guy but he's definitely got that like i'm super buff and awesome and like you you are awesome too come with me let's go like so he's larry the lobster from (laughs) (laughs) there you go Um, white stuff uh yeah so that yeah he's 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 a cool guy uh he helps you out uh get get into the place you need to go the bosses in those dungeons uh, if a game, if this, if this game ever reminded me of Dark Souls, it was definitely when I got to the boss of that dungeon. Oh, damn. And it, it beat the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it looked and kind of had this, the, the strategy of a Dark Souls boss was not dissimilar to the strategy of this boss and the kind of, the, the size of it and the way it acted and me acting against it, that kind of thing. Obviously, w- w- within the Zelda, you know, within its mechanics and, and, and gameplay, of course, not not a one-to-one ratio, but definitely reminded me, giving that vibe at least. Mm. No, it's a definitely um, a hard game. You have to go into fights, specifically if you know what fight you're kind of coming up on, you have, it, it behooves you to be fully prepared to go into the fight, like weapons, sure. uh, like elixirs, etc. Because... Have you, have you found a Lionel yet? I have not. I have okay. not yet. Um, yeah, it's funny because, like, I haven't played as much as some other people, but um, it's funny, though, it, like, the way that you talk about the game with other people is kind of like a twofold thing because I think every, both people kind of enter into the conversation uh, very apprehensive to say anything because yes, nobody wants to. Well, nobody wants to. You don't want to spoil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then at the same time, then it's like when you get over that initial thing, it's like, like the, I I was talking with my roommate and I was like, oh yeah, I ran into this one enemy type, like this one sub boss type. Have you seen him? And then he was like, what are you talking about? What and he's of... considerably farther than me. What kind and of enemy like, was it? It was, um, I mean, I guess this isn't a spoiler. It was a, a Stalnox. The, it was Stal- the, I don't think I've seen that. The, it's, it's the Hynox, yeah. uh, but, uh, but Skeleton. skeleton. Hynox. Wow, yes. I've, I have not seen one of those either. This, you know what, I, I've, I've seen what I think is their bones lying around, but I haven't got figured uh-huh. out a way to revive them. I've seen, I've seen like, skeletons of those dudes, but not... Uh, Weird. But, I like, ran I, into it like fairly early in the game when I was playing 
and actually attempted to fight it, and then was fighting it for so long that the sun came out, and then he looked up at the sky and just went back underground. And no. so... And I was telling my roommate about this, and he was like, I have never seen that guy, and apparently you've never seen that guy. Nope. So it's just weird how, like, it doesn't matter where you are in the game, like, it feels like you're still having a completely unique experience to what other people are playing. There's a non-linear progression to that game, because it's it's all about discovery. It's all about, Mm -hmm. 100% about, like, finding finding new stuff right so it's Mm -hmm. yeah and 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 you could and the ability to find that game in any order um yeah it is uh it is uh it's a cool game and i have basically recently gone around and just like i'm trying to get all the towers that i haven't got so far Uh uh and uh i so i've been like i guess i kind of like on a mission to kind of go from tower to tower to unlock each area and in doing so, I've discovered some crazy stuff. I'm right now again. Hopefully, it's not too much of a spoiler to say that I'm in the Rito area right now. Uh-huh. Um, and I found I, I found just ran into uh, ran into Cass for the first time. Oh, great! Yes, he's awesome. Uh, where yeah, no, where did he's you, my favorite character so far? Where did you find him? Um, he was the, it, where was it? It was like north. East of like Kakariko, okay. it, he was in a field that had a bunch of deer running around in it. Oh, and, he and then he to, get he, yes, I've met him there. Didn't yeah, he you had to figure out some puzzle for him. Yeah, which, he, he'll he'll usually give you a puzzle when you in most yeah. cases he'll give you a puzzle when you run into him. Cool. Yeah, he was a cool. Well, I just, he was a cool guy, and I just liked the song he was playing. Yeah, he plays cool songs. I've uh, met him on the ocean or near the ocean, and I he gave me a song quest that I still have not figured out what the hell it meant so i gave up trying to find it for a little bit and uh i'll come back to it later time this game has so many cool mysteries like that of just where to go yeah Yeah. it's cool it's a cool game i pity the fool who hasn't played it yet yeah it really sucks to not have a switch or a wii u and not play zelda or be able to buy one of those things yeah but what can you do it would also suck to be on a podcast and then like walk away because two people were talking about a game that you hadn't played that's got to be, like, 1% of the population, though. I mean, yeah. everybody's playing this game. I mean, everybody, anybody who's anyone's playing this game right now. Exactly. Yeah. They're certainly not playing other games. They're certainly not, it certainly didn't leave this podcast. <laughs> I guess he really did go. Yeah, I think he did, because. <laughs> well. Uh. Listen, I'll, I'll you... never let. I'll never. I'll promise you this, Ricardo. I'll never let what? a game that I haven't played stop me from having an opinion on it and talking to you. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in case anybody needs a reminder, we are still uh, recording this over. Uh, over we, over. Uh, we're not in the yeah. same room anymore. Where we can yeah, watch. Where we, can, where we can watch Ethan walk out of the room and go to the bathroom uh-huh. or wherever he went. Yeah. Where that would normally be our task. It's funny because like I was about to have. Ethan talked about something, and I was gonna have to go to the bathroom. But uh, there you go. Is... Now, now you're gonna have to carry him for a little bit. Now I have to carry. Anyway, so well, you, well, you've both been playing Disc Jam, so we'll just go ahead and move on to that. Unless you have any other Zelda things that you want to quickly. No, I mean, mention. again, I could probably 
still keep talking about it, but oh man, I have a Zelda I could thing. Talk about it for a while, so I have a Zelda should, thing again. Uh, I think yeah. we should. I think we should do a Zelda. I think we should do a Zelda, Zelda thing, again. guys. I got one, but guys, that game's pretty hard. We're off. Also, that as, game is hard. As um, fun and, and joyous and carefree as it can be, it is I, also I very. My mic. Another reason. Another reason mics, why, so uh, if you can, or if you're close to that area, completing the dungeon actually yields a very. Useful. I have a Zelda thing. You have very useful ability. Oh, do you? Wow, look yeah. who finally decided to join us for this podcast. What? This Pixel What's podcast. going on? Well, I... Oh, you guys are talking about the other Zelda game. Well, what if I... Zelda was real <laughs> nice? Oh, shit. Well, I am gonna, I am gonna go for a minute. Hold on. All right, Ricardo's uh, gonna let us know when he's leaving. What? All right, Ethan. Listen, you guys are talking about Zelda. I fell asleep because <laughs> it's like, I don't want to hear any of this. I'm gonna go to the Temple of Time, come back later. You slept, for, you slept for a hundred years. Is that what you're seven saying? years. Oh, just seven. seven okay, years. so you seven. so you did the Ocarina of Time sleeping. Yeah, I did the quick. I did the quick one. I right. did the a long, quick long a quick one. nap. Yeah, I figured you guys would you know send the rest on the next episode, but you know, um, yeah, totally. That was the rest. That's the end of the episode. Actually, we're done. You slept so long that we're actually. Oh, all right. Well, okay. I guess I'll flip on my. Uh, uh, all right. Well, that was a short episode today, but uh, that's quick. Uh, but what do you want to talk about, Ethan? What did you get? Uh we would like to play a Zelda Escape Room. We did. Ricardo was there for that as well. But yeah, Ricardo was there for that as well. What if uh, Zelda was girl? There. What if? What if Zelda was girl? What if Ricardo was Zelda? I mm. I, I could I could tell him. Hi, Lily. all right. I'm gonna come go and get me. Help me, please. <laughs> yes, she's definitely from. She's definitely a <coughs> pony. She's 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 like I'm having a bit of trouble, ain't I? Come come help me. Governor, <laughs> the Triforce is yeah. just a bunch of triangles, yeah. ain't it? Yeah, yeah. She's 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 from Guy. She's from a Guy Ritchie movie. Is what is what, is what we've learned. <laughs> um, I, I saw it. someone. I saw someone post on Twitter that um, they've they've decided that a Hylian accent is just a American trying to do a bad English accent <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of the accents in that game. I'm like, why did they try? They should have just gone with. Just whatever the normal voices of the voice actors were. Why did they think that they had to do an English accent for these? Yeah, I still it's like it's, I not still in, mis- it's not it's not in England. It's not like it. I know. There <laughs> there is good voice acting in the game, by the way. I will say this, but Zelda's is not great. And then you're gonna meet another character if you do go to the Zora area. You're gonna have a cutscene with another character where hers is even worse. It sounds like oh, so. Geez. Fun. Anyway, it was all the escape room reason. You were right yes. on the money with that. Ricardo. Yes. How do, how do we do? This is very important to you. <sighs> we were so did close. We, we were so close to Venom. We almost, almost did it. We friggin' almost did it. We Literally, almost, the last clue was just def- completing as the uh, time ran out. Yep. Like, we, we had the solution to the last clue. We had not... Run over or walked over because no running was uh-huh. allowed. But walked over to the guy to well again turn in like our last clue. That was that was what we had to do. I went from like being like super happy to like super sad because we had finished what we thought was the last puzzle and went over to turn it in. And then the guy's like, "Great job!" But we still need that's this that, one last yeah, thing. That's, that's the clue. And I'm just like, like oh god. Like yeah, that was instant we, 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 we had the clue, but we did not have the puzzle. So yeah, that was very sad. Answer, very saddening. So, yeah. Um. 
But yeah, that was a, that was an interesting experience. That was the first escape room I've done where it is. I mean, I, I a hesitate, large hall. I hesitate to call that an escape room. Like, they call like it like that's, escape that's a misnomer. Game. They call it yeah. escape game, and I feel like even that, yeah, that makes is, more sense. But I feel like even that is a little bit like I don't know. Yeah, what like you call it like puzzle I, house, I, puzzle, I puzzle. Yeah, game. I don't know what you would call it, but it's like a group, a like, little, a gr- like a yeah, like a group puzzle. I would, I would almost like call that. it like some sort of a quest. Call uh-huh. it in a call it in a, like a like a puzzle quest or something like that. That's a that's a video game. Already, <laughs> yeah. <but> whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I don't yeah. know. Like like because yeah, like I've been to an escape room before, and this there's is, always an escape. There's this always is not a escape door room. at the end. Well, there's always a door at the end you have to unlock. Because the like. um uh the guys the guys who put this on scrap. I they guess do escape do, rooms. They do they have, escape rooms. They do. Yeah. So, in fact, one of the 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 one that they pushed directly after. Uh, we finished up the our game was a an Attack on Titan themed one, an officially like light because it's funny because like a lot of these escape rooms will do like copyright infringing yes <laughs> like styles of of uh, escape rooms, but these guys actually get like the official licensing and stuff for it. So like uh, for so they were doing an Attack on Titan one, which seems like more of a like uh, an individual group based escape room as opposed to this kind of large hall style that they had going on right. here. But uh, they also then also have a. So, yeah, so w- a, when we say large hall, like if anyone's been to an escape room, a normal escape room, it's usually a series of small rooms in uh, kind it's of. Only, it's usually only one room, honestly. Uh, yeah, well, the one I went to at least was a series of. It was like a, yeah, it was like, a, it was like a mock up house, uh, was what it, what it was. But yeah, usually it's like and the one. The Attack room. on Titan one seems like it is multiple rooms as well. Yeah. But, but, like, the, but like, yeah, it's either one you know, decently sized room or a series of very small rooms where you got to get from one room to the next or figure out the puzzles that lead to another puzzle that lead to another puzzle until you can get out. Video games have been doing stuff like that. Like, like the room in uh, on iOS and stuff like that was basically that kind of thing. An escape room. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, with, like, a little puzzle box. And you have a use of, uh, you know, a hard time limit of usually about an hour. Uh, this one was in a banquet hall in a hotel, and they had, like, decorated it, and they had, you know, themed people were in costumes, and it was definitely, like, done up, but it was definitely, like, they were just, like, tables and chairs, and, like, mm-hmm. here are the elements of your puzzle, just kind of, like, you know, pieces of paper, and, like, other little, you know, elements and, 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 and bits that you put together to solve a puzzle, and then you go to an area in the room, just themed after, in and themed after various, elements. yeah, various Ocarina of Time themed, uh, mm-hmm. elements, and, uh. Uh, it was cool. They had a little video pr- at the beginning and the end and, you know, production for it and stuff. Yeah, and it was cool. Like, uh, again, not to necessarily give anything away for people who might actually yeah, go we won't spoil this. It. But, like, the, uh, but, like, some of the, the elements were really cool and unique. Like, certain the, certain ways that you solve the puzzle and certain elements that you Definitely you more creative than I thought it was going to be going in. Yeah, I went in with, like, very low expectations, honestly. Just to kind of be like, uh, I don't know. I've never been to one of these, like, call things. Doesn't sound cool, but... Uh, they worked with what they were given. Like, uh-huh. if there's a way to get a bunch of people in at one time and do it, run a lot of people through. Like, they still made a pretty satisfying experience. I think. Yeah, I think there was. Well, I think there was maybe twenty teams, maybe of six. Something so. like that sounds about right. Yeah, and what seven of them? Yeah, seven, seven of them. Completed seven it. of them completed it. Um, uh, Should have been eight. But... <laughs> we were yeah. right. We were right there. Right. I will there. say I think, the. Uh, uh, the yeah. The only thing that kind of was a bummer, it kind of made me want to do a regular escape room because um, 
the like just the fact of like having to wait in line for other people was just kind of eh, and if you screw up like you have to run all the way back to your table figure out what's yeah, going on and then that, go back that, in line which was kind of like eh, i mean it's it wasn't terrible but it was kind of like if it's kind of a bummer to the pacing and my other problem was when you're at the table and you get like a clue only like three people out of six can see the clue really well and the other ones just kind of sit there waiting like the beginning yeah. puzzle was cool because it was like you know you got everyone got their own little different piece of the puzzle and they could all figure it out and come together which yeah, is actually pretty it cool did a decent job of giving you multiple things to handle at once uh, i think only the first puzzle really successfully did that the other ones were kind of like Okay, I I agree, but I also feel like the later puzzles it took a little bit more like, yeah. lateral thinking. Yeah, whereas the and we beginning one the was more of well. a small was more of a smaller like kind of fairly easy yeah. singular mm-hmm. tasks. Those to do. first those first puzzles were very easy. We only got one at the very beginning, majorly slowed us down. Yeah, and that was because we missed some tiny thing. And that's the part that I always forget in these kind of escape room things. It's the yeah, thing that happened last last time. Is just that like, there's always some tiny detail that I physically miss. Not yeah. not that I can't not that I can't solve the concept. Like, but I just physically don't have don't did not see the thing that I needed to did see. Did not yeah. absorb all the information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what happened at the last one that we were at too. Yeah. And uh, this is what we which when I was at this one that I went to um, with Amber actually was there as well. We we. Didn't make it out again on the very last puzzle right there uh, for a similar reason, and this one was like, yeah, we missed some 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 markers that we should have that we should have perhaps seen or you know perhaps we shouldn't have I don't know, but uh, it, once we had those we instantly knew what to do and then we missed one other thing and then I immediately went oh wait there's one more element we haven't used yet it's it's this and then I uh-huh. immediately got it right but like it just like not knowing the element was there at all that was the bummer that was the part yeah, there. Where- we definitely got hung up for our game. We definitely got hung up at the very beginning and then pretty much at the very end. And like on, Ethan was on, saying, sim- on similar elements of not knowing where the thing uh, we needed of, was. of missing a thing and, and kind of going in a, it, like taking a, like a bunch of leaps in logic to try and make the elements that we did have work with what we were trying to accomplish. And it was frankly just, we had missed something, which is, uh, Heartbreak. And like Ethan said, like the problem the problem with the game and I, I honestly it didn't it didn't bug me as much as I think some other people in our group, specifically Ethan and uh, and a couple others didn't like the whole waiting in line element and to me it was like that made mistakes worse, but I still was willing to accept blame uh, like blame for yeah. not yeah. like finishing I, the puzzle. I, I, like, and I, I don't agree. think I that necessarily it. cost us because there were, usually we had just effed something up, and uh, yeah. it just it exacerbated it, but it definitely wasn't like, oh man, if we weren't waiting in line, we would have totally won. It's like, well, yeah, you could say that, but also, if I hadn't said, oh, I think the puzzle goes this way, and we work on it for like five minutes, and that's not yeah. at all how the puzzle friggin' went, like, we also probably wouldn't have yeah, lost as well. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough situation, and that's the whole point. Also, you, I think you that, got again, to wear hats. Really well. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get a key. Uh, <laughs> you got to wear I hats. That, then you to got be, to wear different hats. It was and, super cool. And to be fair, I think, I think the, uh, the the challenge was pretty perfectly tuned because, like, like like you guys, like we mentioned, we almost made it. We are right there. But I think that means that that means it's a pretty good 
amount of challenge in the game. Yeah, yeah, uh, to it be, was like, solid. To be to be that close to finishing it, so, so. They, they 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 tune their escape room well. They're definitely. Uh, we would say go do it, it, but I think it was only a limited run, right? So yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's a limited run. <laughs> so. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if any of the other cities that they were doing it in are still like on sale. It might. I think it might be done. Um, they are doing a, I guess, a Final Fantasy themed one, Trials of Bahamut. I think and they're is also what it's doing called. the Attack on Titan one, and the Attack on well. Titan one, and a which few actually other looks pretty ones. cool. I know you guys aren't super into Attack on Titan, but I think it looks like a cool. It does run. look cool. Yeah. It looks cool, and I mean, yeah, much cool. like much like the Legend of Zelda one, in which you got to wear hats, and I'm yeah, you get to wear the like, cool capes. cool about you get to wear the cloaks, and then yeah. I'm like, this is cool. Maybe I should watch some Attack on Titan. <laughs> is it still on Netflix? It wasn't. Netflix for a while. It's pro- I mean, I have yeah. Crunchyroll, and it's probably oh there, yeah, but, um, it's decent. Yeah, it's so, a good show. I like it. Yeah, and also I was talking to some dude in the uh, in the restroom. He was like, "Hey, were you were you part of the?" Actually, he was like, he had like a an accent. He was like, "Oh, you part? Were you part of the game?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." And he's like, "It was really fun, man. They they used to have a Resident Evil one too. Did you know that?" And I was like, "Oh man, that sounds really really cool." So I. Maybe yeah. they'll continue so maybe, down this uh this, we'll this video game theme one. I would totally do another one. I mean Yeah. Yeah. They were fun. It was a lot of fun. We'll talk about that later. More so, uh Ethan. Hmm. Disc jam. What you think? Disc jam. What you think? I think it's pretty cool. Alright. I mean Good. That's it's it. very it's it's very simple. I like the uh the actual gameplay itself has a lot of as they say, surprising depth because you can have so many different types of throws and you're kind of anticipating what your opponent's that? doing. No, I don't know. It's just something people seem to say when they're like, "This game looks easy on the surface, but when you start playing it, it's crazy hard." Or something. I, I don't I think don't it looks know. easy on the surface because I lost every single game I played of that uh, game. I I did pretty well. I've lost about as many as I've won, so I don't know. Um, it's it's pretty good. I like it a lot. I think the thing that kind of bums me out about it is, I think Ricardo says this as well, is that there's no real rank mode, so there's no way to know how good you are. You just kind of keep playing. Wait, and isn't there? I thought, I thought there was. Apparently oh, that I is think, coming I think, later. Yeah, okay. It's definitely on their page. Right now in the game as it is, there is really no... It, like it's. It sounds so weird to say because... You know, games didn't necessarily used to be like this, but, like, there's no real drive to keep playing because there's no way to gauge how good you are against other players other than just, like, seeing if you beat these individual sure. people. But it's like there's no, like, I'm a, I'm in Bronze League or I'm in Silver League or anything like that. It's just, it's literally... Play until you're kind of just done playing, which I mean, I guess I is think... every game, but also it's I don't know, it feels weird it to, in a certain way to have that exclusion. I think if I recall, uh, Rocket League started with the same. I don't think that I can't remember. Ranked, I think you might be right. The ranked mode might have come like a couple, like, like, not too long, like a month or two into it. But mm-hmm. I think, and if if I recall, the developers themselves specifically say that they're going for a Rocket League. Totally. Uh, uh, appeal to this game, so. Totally, and I mean, they're doing it in a similar fashion in that it is currently the PS Plus, one of two PS Plus uh, free games for March. That and Tearaway? Uh, yes. Are the two games this month, so. I mean, if you have PS Plus, there's no reason not to go download it. It is really fun. I think, uh, similar to Ethan, I have been. 
winning just about as many as I've lost, if not just slightly tilting in the direction of uh, winning slightly more, but also it's, uh, again, I'm just like, at a certain point, I'm just like, again, well, I sure beat that guy, like, two out of three games, I I guess I'll play again, maybe, (laughs) I guess. It's which is so yeah. weird. It's so weird to say because it's if a game's fun, you should playing it should be its own reward. But like modern gaming culture with these ranking systems and the and the whole and like achievements and everything has kind of made you weirdly cognitively like seeking these rewards all the time for for your play. Yeah. That's one Which reason is, that I think uh, I love Breath of the Wild so much. Not to jump back onto that, but just just to say, like I think like, it's it's really cool how much that it does not give you icons or achievements or or like other than the quest, the mainline quests that you get doesn't give you map notifications or like that kind of thing. You know, it's it's just it's totally like if you see a cool thing, you can mark it if you want, or you can go do it, or you know that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Just like I don't know what it, like explore and find your. Yeah, and you it's know, like it's, it's it's really cool. It's, it's like the same with the fact that there's not really a leveling system in that it's like oh, there's a camp of enemies, like you don't even really have to fight them if you don't want to. Like if they have something that you want or there's resources that you need to get from them, then sure, but otherwise there's really no reason to fight if you really don't want to. So it's right. It's, and it's, like none, none of the skins are very compelling either. It's not like Overwatch where it's like, yeah. oh, dude, this skin looks sick. It's just like they're like, eh, like they're I, fine. Like I said, I think last week when I was talking about the beta, or maybe it was two weeks ago, I can't remember. Um, I just don't think that the art direction and design is that strong in it. Sadly, like it's it's not a super charming game in my opinion, Disc Jam. Uh, but yeah, but, yeah, that uh, that that uh. That's definitely true. Like visually speaking, it's it's like fine, but it's definitely not anything amazing. Yeah, that reminds, it's fine. That reminded me though. I I played the Overwatch um, PTR. I've been I played the new character, uh, Orisa. Oh, uh, Orisa. Orisa. I I, I really like her. her. I'll just I'll say yeah. I'll say very briefly. I I really like her. She's she's cool. Um, she's definitely. I think she's the kind of character that I mean, like, like whatever. I guess you could say this about every character, right? But like once people start to play her really well, it, she's going to be very <coughs> powerful. Um, uh, specifically her, her gun is very long range, um, more long range than any of the other tanks, at least, um, her ability, her, her right click ability creates like, a like a mini black hole type thing. So it like, it will like when it impacts an object, suck any nearby enemies into that object, uh, just in one temporary, you know, boost. But that means you could pair that really well with some special abilities or, um, for instance, I was playing as Roadhog, and I had a Orisa on my team, and mm-hmm. she sucked, she would suck everybody in. I would hook, and then like grab at least one person every single time. Basically, confirmed, you know, usually a confirmed kill on that. Um, when I was playing as her, she's got some really cool abilities that allow people to like group up with you and make sure that you're protecting your whole team. Um, she's kind of like a mini Reinhardt in that regard of 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 like being uh, like a, a good like team protect her everyone can kind of stand around close to her without mm-hmm. quite as much uh reinhardt as uh you know not as big of a shield as, as him but still some cool options there for her so um yeah well, that's cute she's a cool she's a cool hero and 
I don't know when she's coming to the... They never say when they're, like, officially coming. Yeah. This, like, they, they I think that's heroes, just like, to... It's on the PTR, and then, like, eventually it'll... Like, pretty soon it'll be on the full one. I think it's, yes. like, to avoid, like, having her in the P- Having a character in the PTR, and then it being, like, well, we found something super broken, but we said she was gonna be out, what, like, now or whatever, so we we have to put her out. Yeah. Yeah, they did. That's exactly probably what they're doing. Cool. Yeah, so uh, I played that. That was a brief. That was just a brief interjection there. Uh, Ethan, anything interesting in the winter? Because you've mentioned that you played a little bit of that. This uh, week. I keep going through that. I uh, had to settle the score between these these clan of Skelligs who need to figure out their king. So they go through. I this like whole, how every like, time you pronounce that, you pronounce that island differently. I think every episode. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> Well, these are the, these are the people on the island, not the not the island itself. So, I make up what I want. They get to be called whatever they uh, I deem them fit. So yeah, they had a pretty <laughs> cool thing where they didn't want this clan to rule. So someone let in a bunch of bears on a feast, and it was crazy, and they murdered everyone. And so they had to find out who did it, and it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Like again, side content that uh, is way better than any right it has to be. At some yeah, point, that... you capture a a jinn, which is a Genie, a like, genie. You know, those ones, do one those like the evil genies that do like mischievous things, yes. mischievous things. Yes, like um, an imp. That, yeah, that part was cool. Learned a lot about uh, Yennefer and Geralt in that point. Like, I don't know, it's it's some neat little like, ah, it's every story is just so good, but there's so much of it, and it's just it's so much, so much. But now my like side quest section is just filled with horse races, and I'm like, I don't care about any of these. I'm just like, yeah, gonna I was these. gonna say like. I remember watching you play some of those at your house, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, this is not, this is. Yeah. This is Zelda horse race. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I just, I wish to, because the nice thing, actually, one thing I do appreciate about The Witcher is that Anything that goes in Witcher contract is like, ah, I don't really have to do that. But, like, there's a lot of things that don't, like the horse races. It, they don't go in the Witcher contracts because, they don't know. With the Witcher contracts, they still have story. Like, they're pretty good. But, like, I just don't have time to deal with that in my life, you know? Um, So, anyway, game's still good. I suppose. Uh, is that it for games? That's it for games, so that means it's time for the news. That's my yes. new news voice I'm testing right now. This is the news voice. Uh, just, I mean, uh, it's, like, it's good. Keep this it. Is, this, like this it. is the demo. This is just the this is the trial run. It's like it sounds like you guys. You guys are my like workshop. This is your. I'm, I'm practicing my material for. We're gonna start playing the the bad boys, uh, song over the the news now. That's gonna be the new theme. Uh, time to talk about PlayStation Now. Yes. So PlayStation Now. So if you if you remember last week we talked about Xbox's new kind of Netflix style streaming service for games. Uh, PlayStation Now, not to be un, uh, undone. Excuse me. Rather, not to be outdone, has said, you know what? We're actually gonna let you be able to play PS4 games on PlayStation Now, which when I first read that, I was like, 
wait, were PlayStation 4 games not already on PlayStation now? Like, I guess they weren't. Mm-hmm. Shows you that I do not, not subscribe to PlayStation now. But apparently they were not. Apparently it was just PlayStation 3 games, which sounds... No, yeah, it was only like a PS3 weird... and, like, older games. Yeah, yep. which sounds to me like a weird way to run that service. But at the same time, uh, yeah, I mean, now they're saying, hey, you do your nine ninety nine a month thing, we're going to keep doing the, our nineteen ninety nine a month thing, but now we're going to say also, you play new games, or maybe games that came out in the last couple of years. Yep. Which games are they starting with? Uh, I don't think they have actually announced it yet. No. <laughs> which is weird. Just, it's gonna again, have PS4 it games. Just, it just makes it, it... Like, again, it continues to make it fe- sound like it was something that was literally a kind of a knee-jerk thing. Re- like, a knee-jerk reaction to the whole Xbox One streaming service, which is... Uh, yeah, weird. Uh, let me try and. Well, see that's not a streaming service. That's actually like a download, per- a download service. Um, PlayStation Now. Kind of. The the no, not the now. The Xbox One one. The Xbox Ooh. One is like a uh, download service, so it's not streaming. So that gives it an advantage or a disadvantage depending on how you look at it. So you can download your games and not have to worry about um, your connection being janky or whatever. For the most part, just the initial download. So I mean, it's plus or minus depending on how you look at it. Uh, but I don't know. It's very interesting how they're going two different ways and kind of doubling down on it, it seems. I don't think this will compel me to try PlayStation now. To me, I just don't necessarily see the services all that super useful. But, um, you know, maybe maybe this will make it more attractive some, to some other people. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I don't really. I mean, I, I guess I technically own a PS4, but it's really more Amber's. But uh-huh. for you guys, I mean, you, neither of you had a PS3, right? Ethan, you didn't. You didn't have a PS3, nope. right? No. So, like, would you no. guys want to even get it for PS3 games? Like, is that enough? It's not or? really any PS3 games that like every single really good PS3 game kind of came over to PS4 in some way or another. Like all the Uncharted games, all the The Last of Us. Uh, Journey, all those games all came over to PS4 at some point. So it's like, I don't know. Like, there's not enough of those games to really make me want them. You know, want to play? Yeah, I I look and and I say like maybe if they, it's like a, one or two games. It's like if they have maybe Demon Souls or Dark Souls One. Like I would like to play that, and there's no way to play that on PS4. I, I can't imagine playing that over the internet, though. Like, a, a game like Demon Souls or Dark Souls over, like, an internet. Like, that just sounds... like What was that one, that one uh, service that kind of... It was announced and then it kind of died out. Oh, shoot. Sl- I remember like, it. I used it, too. Like a, yeah, that on was Live, like, I think. It, was it called it's Online? Like, that might be it. It was, like, a full-on streaming service for, like, a bunch yeah, of major releases. and. All you, and it th- gave you like a controller, and then there was like a client. Yeah, I think Matt and, and I actually got like... um, what do you call it? Uh, t-shirts from them. And you could, the cool thing was from... I remember being like, "Whoa, you could play this on my tablet. I could play like a full game on like my phone or whatever." <laughs> from on live. Yeah, I don't remember. I think I threw that t-shirt away. Oh yeah, I did too, like, but like... like, like I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I remember getting it and being like, "What?" 
Turn think, me into a billboard, will you? I think the thing that's cool to bring it back to the, the now discussion. Um, I think the thing that's cool is that coming to the PC means that now PC can, owners can now play if they want uh, more types like games they could never have access to before. You know? Yeah. True. I mean, speaking of online and so, and like and, and now, but like the whole like streaming games thing was like, whoa, this is the future. Like like. That and Gaikai, I mean, Sony bought Gaikai, and that's they developed their service out of that. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's like that was like heralded as like this, like like by the companies themselves, by the way, not like by the press or anything like that. But everyone was uh-huh. the, the the companies were like, yes, this is this is the way. And then like, well, well, I do kind of just like folded, and like PlayStation Now has been around, and I'm sure it's doing like decently fine, but it certainly hasn't been like drawing like a atten- like, yeah. I, I much wonder, attention. Yeah, I wonder if it's because like the. Logistics behind streaming a game is just so much more you difficult gotta have good, than, than yeah. You gotta have good internet connection because it's home. not like Netflix where it's like even if you have like an okay internet connection, like you can buffer and just wait a while and it'll load and it'll put it in the right resolution and be fine. And most people could watch TV at like not 1080 and be okay with it. But like if you yeah, get any sort of lag in video that. games, it's like screws you up. You know, like that's actual gameplay yeah, issue. Totally. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's 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 definitely the sort of thing where. Like it, it kind of came and went is like this big thing, and then it no longer is. Mm. Yeah, no, I I do remember. That's the thing. Like I remember when they first announced on live. Uh, like it seemed like a few press outlets were like, "This seems like a really cool, like neat idea," and then I heard like nothing else about it until the service like died. So yeah. I assumed that it wasn't the best. I used it a little bit. It, it was neat, but it wasn't. Yeah. What do you guys think about Quake Champions? I think that it will be a Quake game, so I have moderate interest. Is it Quake Live? But, uh, no. It is not Quake Live. Oh, no, it's but it's free live. to play. Like, Quake Live was... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh, Quake well... Champions has announced a kind of weird... Uh, kind of pricing structure this is from uh polygon apparently quake champions will be free to play if you just want to use one of the champions that are in the game that one champion will be available forever for free however they've also introduced a like a one-time buying structure in which you can Purchase the game and get every single champion to use forever. Or excuse me, I guess maybe all the champions that are available at launch is kind of the weird, tricky wording that I'm not sure certain what it is. Um, but then they're also saying that if you want to do the free-to-play model, you can purchase champions for a finite amount of time using in-game currency, mm. which is like earned through playing matches. So it's just a very odd structure. Like, I I appreciate the way that they're making the game available free-to-play in some capacity, just so you don't necessarily have to commit to it fully if you don't want to. But at the same time, this weird, like, oh, but then you can buy it once, and then you get all these characters... But then you can also continue down this yeah. free-to-play model yeah, and then it, just kind of also buy characters piecemeal, but then you don't get to keep up. It's just weird. It's a, it's it's an interesting uh, I, I think, thing. I think the thing is, too, a lot of it is, like, this game 
already kind of like people who are like huge i'm not a huge quake fan but people who are huge quake fans that i follow on the internet are already not 100 percent sure about this game and uh-huh. like with a, with a name like quake champions i feel like this is not even that big of a news story like you know what i mean like i feel yeah. like they are going for this model all along this is not like a suddenly like oh this is a free-to-play game that's crazy you know it's like that's probably what they were gonna go with yeah and then and then but I feel like this might like, – I wonder who they're trying to get. Because, like, they've already shown that this game has champions, like, where – like a MOBA, they have unique abilities. They're not all the – it's not like Quake, you know, where, like, everybody you pick is the same dude, runs the same speed, does the same things. Everybody's a little bit different in this game. So I wonder – are they? Tr- I guess they're trying to go for a new audience is what I would guess. I, I wonder. I, guess, I wonder how well this will be received. That's what I'm wondering. Cause I have my, no attachment my, to Quake. I have no desire to play Quake Champions, to be honest. My whole thing, though, is unlike those other games, where it is a situation where you can purchase these other characters out piecemeal. It looks like it's kind of a weird, all or nothing thing. Like you're either you're either playing it free to play or you're buying the the whole package, which is is just it's kind of it's weird to me. I don't know. It's interesting. I. I would be very surprised if that's how they do it because that would lose them money. Yeah, like I, I mean, feel that's... like I feel like that's that, that that's how they're that's how they're pitching it right now. But when it comes out, there'll be stuff you can buy. You'll be able Possibly. to buy a, le- a level doubler or you know experience boost or something like for sure. You'll be able to get something like that. I um that would be crazy if they didn't do something like that. Yeah. That would be Cause it, cause insanity. If they're saying at its core it's a free to play game, that means at its core there are microtransactions. Uh-huh. Right. At yeah. its core yeah. there at its core there are things you can buy for small sums of money. That's that's what a free to play game is. It's, it's free to play, pay to get anything beyond the bare minimum is what, you know, most most free to play stuff is. You're not wrong, which is again makes me kind of wonder what what, <laughs> yeah, what, the, what this game is the, yeah. yeah what this game yeah. is and what model they're kind of doing this under i don't know interesting sure, sure. uh esports esports speaking of quick speaking of quick champions and free to play esports are big right now folks they're so big they've reached our nation's capital overwatch so, league Oh, so, no, not that, but this is, this no. is a, oh, another big game. Well, shit, I can't remember what the stupid name is they had for the guy in the Overwatch League trailer that they thought Oh, it was like Killer 66 or it was like It was like Crusher. Crusher, yes. But it was a number. There's, there's a number on the end of it. Yeah, it was some weird number. So he couldn't was, even, he was wasn't even the original Crusher. Jesus. Anyway, so uh, the, the Washington, D.C., uh, WNBA stadium that they are building is also being completely wired and tailored to start running esports tournaments out of it as well. Uh, huh. So, I don't know. This is kind of weird because it's funny because um, again the the original the original idea for this stadium was to house the WNBA team. I believe it's a, like a 4,200 seat stadium, but I think they've kind of pivoted and it seems like it's being more so tailored so that esports tournaments can be run out of it. Uh, it says here in the article, something about, hold on one second. Either way, um, what, 
do you think about the future of actual venues being created to house esports tournaments? Uh, well, I mean, we do have one locally, kind of. Uh, yes. The esports arena. So I, that is interesting because most of the time it does have tournaments, but they also have like sort of like one of those internet cafes where you can like rent time to hang out and play. Like they have that sort of thing too. So uh, I don't know. Like I, I, there are lots of games and I have no doubt that people will go to them, but it's really weird when it's just like so many different games cycling in and out. Like, are people going to get attached to one game? Like, I don't know. It just seems weird to me, but I don't know. I, I think it could work, but I think once maybe that Overwatch League comes together a little bit more and, like, people actually kind of uh, root around regions as opposed to rooting around... Yes, I um, really hope for that. ...brands. Yeah. Um, that was, it might work that a little was, bit better. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we haven't... We didn't really discuss it, but... Um... It does think, seem like several oh. esports leagues are kind of moving towards the idea of region-based yes. teams as opposed to just straight up like, uh, like and, this is Team Razor, this is Team Madcats. Yeah, like. and, and, and I think that we we did mention it back when they announced the Overwatch League because I remember uh-huh. us talking about it. But I was like, I said that at the time too, of just like this is exactly what esports. Neat. I, I I really wish there was a better name for that, but no one's come up with a better name for esports. Digital I feel sports. like I don't know. D don't know. sports. D sports. D sports. That's something else entirely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think that that's what it needs to be considered legitimate in a lot of other ways too, beyond just like I personally find it more appealing because I don't care about the razor whoever like like I don't know who Team Liquid is. For like, especially considering that they have Team Liquid has like twenty teams for every game, right? So it's not like they're not twenty teams for every game, but they have a bunch of teams on that play on different games. So I don't like it's not like they're one group of guys that I can follow easily. And um, so like the idea of like one central league with a kind of a central authority, because uh, most of them are just kind of like they're all over the place. With like, there's no there's MLG, there's some play, there's a bunch of places in Korea, of course, they're pretty big. But, like, the idea of, like, having one for Overwatch, for instance, it's like, this is the Overwatch League. It's completely, this is the official, like, centralized one. And the idea of, like, something like that for Dota, of course, and things like that, is, that's kind of cool, hopefully, that is a, a continuing trend of, like, centralizing it at a location, not a, not some weird corporate sponsorship. Hmm. Indeed. I agree with that completely. Indubitably. Indubitably. Which is weird, because then there's also, uh, you know tons of uh, like there's the, recently the the former NBA player uh, Rick Fox launched his own esports team so you got to wonder what where those kind of teams fall in with if should the the climate of esports move towards these kind of regional brandings as opposed to brand brandings I, I wonder how many people are sure. just like whispering in his ear like yo you should do this you the esports pretty hot this year you should uh should get in on that, Mr. Fox. Buy esports. Esports are big. Mean, I mean, you porn has a fucking esports team, so yeah. It's... Team YP. Can't, team YP. Excuse me. Hey. Can't say the name. YP. YP. Uh, so <laughs> back, <laughs> back in Orange County, there is a like you can do the whole adopt a highway thing or whatever, and lots of people do. Like you know, 
oh, this is the Memorial Highway, or this is the like Denny's. This section of the highway is supposed to be Denny's, or what? Like or In and Out, or what? Like whatever yeah. you saw. There's a section of the of a highway, uh, uh, the 133 down in Orange County, that is sponsored by Yellow Pages, and the logo is YP in a very similar font to mm-hmm. oh, man. <laughs> and every time I drive past it, I always do a double take every single time. I'm just going like, oh, wait, oh, okay, right. That's <laughs> Yellow Pages. <laughs> it's Yellow Pages, and that's not... Man, Yellow Pages... Remember that? They're really, hang- they're really hanging on, man. They're trying to... They're really trying to... Yeah, stick but around. It, it was it was Crusher ninety nine, by the way, Crusher with a K. Oh, Crusher ninety nine, Crusher sixty six, not sixty six. Yeah, I, I was flipped. I, I was upside down. Nice. Anyway, uh, it is time to talk about Steam. Our weekly yeah. Steam game review. They they controversy change. update change of the user agreement every yes. single time. Steam has once again changed the way their reviews work. So now. Uh, even if you own a game legitimately, say through some kind of key that was either gifted to you or whatever, you cannot rate that game on Steam. You The only way to rate a game on Steam now is if you physically purchase the game. From Steam. Uh, from Steam. Not, not physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excuse Digitally me. Digitally purchase the game. Yeah, physically Digitally purchase the game through Steam because uh, I believe they did some study in which games that... Uh, players did not actually purchase that were rather gifted to them. Were perhaps, voted, perhaps from the developer. Yeah, were voted considerably better than games that from like that that were actually legitimately purchased, like at a higher rate, I guess. Yeah. So the only so, the only downside to this is that sometimes you buy a game from another website, so you did in fact pay for it, but yeah, you, get a, you get a that's key. that's my biggest. So that, I think that's. Uh, <coughs> I can't think of a better solution, but like that really bums me out. Like the fact that if I go on, yeah. buy a game well, from somewhere else and then put it in, like it, even if you buy a game from like Best Buy, come back and it's because like nowadays they're all just codes for Steam anyway. Come in, put it in, and it's just like, oh, I'm gonna review this game. Oh, you can't. Sorry, you have to buy it through Steam. It's like it's like yeah. a weird walled garden thing, even more well, so. It's funny because before their their solution before was that those reviews just didn't count as much as the ones that were bought from Steam. Or they also had like an indicator on them that says like was given had a key for this game, yeah. not like didn't. So it's interesting that they that they even after doing that they still then decided uh, to make it so that now they don't count at all. So I don't know what I feel I, like Steam Steam feels very much like or you know Valve in general feels just very much like a just put this thing out there and then we'll see. Oh, people didn't like it. Okay, take it back and then. Put this thing out there. Okay, that worked fine, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of – it's weird they can do that, though, because they're, you know, their own um, company. You know, they're not totally. – they're, pri- they're privately owned, so they can just be like, whatever, we have tons of money in the bank. All right, let's try this. Oh. Yeah, I, I just I just feel like the way they've been kind of moving with these, like, di- different ways in which they run the reviews, You got. I feel like there's a, a completely – I feel like they're overdue for a complete – and total overhaul of that system. Like, I don't know yeah. what it is. And also, it, it, one thing that sucks, uh, sorry to interrupt, but, like, think about smaller developers, and they maybe have debu- debuted their game on, like, Humble Monthly or something, or Humble Bundle, and, you know, you go to their site to look, you check out their Steam site, and, like, there's only going to be a few reviews, because most of their game was distributed through this as, like, a good starting point. 
and now they're not going to be able to get any of those reviews and get bumped up on the Steam charts. They are yeah. a really good game. Like that sucks. Like that's just. I think this hurts more than it helps, honestly. Like, yeah, I, I think that the. I think that the like uh, like. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I understand the whole, like, Steam's got a lot of money, so they can do what they want, like, or they can just kind of try weird stuff. And I get that, but there's definitely a, a point where it's like, okay, you're a pretty huge company with a lot of money behind you at this point. Like, you can figure out a good, like, you don't have to just randomly try stuff. Like, you're not some small startup. You have the ability to, like, study something and go, hey, like, let's get a team together. Let's get a, a group together and figure out a good strategy for this going forward. And, maybe, just, like, and honestly, maybe they did. Like, we don't know how they work. Um, I guess not, but they change stuff very frequently. Like it was only like three weeks. Yeah, that ago was we were talking about true. how they just made this plan different. So that's what makes it sound like. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. It, like, that's what makes it. That's what makes it feel yeah. like at least that they just throw stuff out there and be like, I don't know, this, do people like this or hate it? Yeah, the perception is definitely that they are just kind of like, oh no, whatever, just roll it out. Oh whatever. Oh no, <laughs> someone didn't like that. I guess they'll do differently then. Like you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's not like. It's the same thing that I the same feeling I have with their whole curation system of getting rid of Greenlight of just like no Greenlight wasn't the best solution. Yes, it sucks that people who got the the keys were rating it consistently higher than people who didn't. That means they probably either got the game for cheap or were given the key, and maybe that affects their opinion. Totally, there's a problem there. The solution though they have is usually very much like laissez faire. Destroy we'll let the it. Markets, we'll let the market sorted out, or yeah, or just like. I guess that doesn't count anymore, and it's like, maybe you guys could actually like come up with like a real solution for things other than, yeah, other than, it's it's weird, other than just like throwing stuff out there. It's so odd, odd, odd business technique. I mean, again, they're Valve, they'll be fine, this is not gonna like, no one's gonna like quit Steam over this tiny thing, but it's definitely a weird, they're definitely making some, like Ricardo's right, in the recent like six months, they've. Steam itself has been doing some weird stuff that I'm not sure it's going to help them business, business wise. Yeah, Valve is weird. Yep. I, I don't. I don't. I, I, Speaking of weird, yeah, you know who else is weird? <laughs> Continue the continuing saga of Oculus versus Zenimax. Yeah. Okay. So. So after getting very upset about how the case went last time, John Carmack was out for blood. He's John yes. Wick in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so, uh, okay. So this is just John Carmack a- acting independently. Yeah, so he's not way. acting as Oculus or anything like that. Yes. So, uh, okay, so Carmack has now, following the, 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 the $500 million lawsuit that ZeniMax won, uh... Partially, like, partially, partially won. Yeah, partially they, won. They were awarded, they were rewarded money, but not the amount that they requested. Which has then led to them not, now saying that they are going to continue to pursue legal action, which yes. is, again, again... Possibly, just, possibly blocking the, the rift from being the, on sale yeah, at all. Yeah, the sale, sale of the Oculus Rift. Uh, okay, so now, uh, this is from Polygon. Carmack has, has filed for a new lawsuit, uh... That claims, yeah, that that claims that Zenimax is holding back on money owed following the purchase of ID. Mm-hmm. It says the That's lawsuit so says that Zenimax has still not paid Carmack a final installment of the purchase price, which was one hundred and fifty million dollars in total. Uh, the lawsuit even states, "Sour grapes is not an affirmative defense to breach of contract." 
<laughs> because because they know that that's going to be the defense. So Zenny, so Zenny Max, uh, so essentially, John Cormack has gone. Oh yeah, you want to take money from us for this thing? Well, well, what about this other thing that happened yeah. before? It, it, and that you definitely feels money. De- that definitely feels like a thing where he was like, "Let me look through all my paperwork and just see if there's anything that Zenimax ever did." That I, that, well, to be fair, that, if you didn't get paid didn't... a certain amount, like you'd know. Well, no, that. no, 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 one hundred percent. But like, well, to a certain extent, yes. But I mean, like, I l- listen. I'm gonna say this. I think John Carmack's probably pretty well off. He probably, totally. he, yeah, definitely, but. There's definitely a chance that he might not have known exactly how. Like maybe he knew somewhere that they owed him some money, but like he might not have, like, because like, like you said, this is a long time ago. They bought it a long time ago. Like, yeah. and and he left it and still never asked for the money. Now they just finished a very very dirty public lawsuit where like he was thrown under the bus a little bit, and then he got really mad about yeah. it afterwards, and now he's suing. Like, mm, there's definitely a little bit of, like, well, let me, let me, you can see that. Sure. I mean, this is somewhere along here, they must yeah. have j- ripped me off. Oh, yeah, they did. Look, great. Well, I'll, I'll yeah. assume for that. <laughs> and, and if, and if you think that Zenimax hasn't already had something to say about this, <laughs> again, then this is like the you most are public, wrong. public spat. So, so uh, again, taking from the Polygon article, uh, in a statement, Zenimax retorted. Apparently lacking in remorse and disregarding the evidence of his many faithless acts and violations of law, Mr. Carmack has decided to try again. So, there you go. Wow. This is a full-on... no no love love lost between these groups. This is a slap fight continuing to go on between individuals, companies, individuals versus companies... It's it's gotten weird. It's continuing to be very weird. Yeah, companies yep. are people too, though, so it's okay. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, thank thank no. you thank you Mitt. Thank you for that. No, anytime. <laughs> uh, what I what I would give for Mitt right now, guys. Oh, what God. I would give for Mitt right now. Yeah. Like so, I would take it. I would take it. I'd be fine. I would live. I would du- be okay. W. W's had had a resurgence. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes. I guess he's I guess he's super popular now. All of a sudden, isn't he? Yeah. All right. Moving on. This will be our that. our final story. It's not too much of a story. It's just I, I actually read this this morning. Legend of Zelda. I read this this morning because I was in, I was like, you know, this game's awesome. I wonder what the speedrun time is because obviously there's one. Mm. Obviously there's one by now, and I was right that there is one in under an hour. Yes. So speedrunner actually. To be fair, this person that you're about to say is not the number one speedrunner. Oh, too. really? This, this controversy, yes. If I'm, if I read the story this morning right, that that hasn't changed. Okay. Yes. yes. Oh yes. Oh wait. Oh wait. Maybe the story that I read was no. This story that I read is already out of date. Uh, well, um, there you go. There you okay, go. so this again taken from Polygon. Uh, okay, so runner hmm. Venic409 claimed a new world record yesterday, which I believe was Monday, uh, March the uh, 12th, or excuse me, Sunday, March 12th. Uh, runner Venic409 claimed a new world record yesterday with a 54 minute and 5 second 
uh, run of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This is an any percentage completion goal, which means basically finishing a game story. Going straight to Ganon, its right? final. Uh, yeah, basically going straight to Ganon. Uh, Venix run came about a day after Gymnast 86 turned in the first uh, sub 60 minute run of the open world epic. Uh, Gymnast 86 feet was immediately followed but not surpassed by a sub one hour run from Orchestra who also registered the first completed speed run of Breath of the Wild yeah so Orchestra was the first one and uh, they had a uh, 3 hour 30 was like the very first speed run okay. time then Gymnast was like 58 minutes or something like that and Venic 409 54 minutes exactly so. but the controversy here is from our little plastic friends, the Amiibo. Amiibo. So, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild has interactions with Amiibo, in which, and uh, my my roommate has taken full advantage of this, uh, and has actually tempted me to use his, if you <laughs> I uh, Same with my roommate, and uh-huh. I have definitely used an Amiibo. I have my game. I know what they do. I have not personally used it yet. I've actually considered going out and looking for my own amiibo though to see how <laughs> how how oh, the whole no. thing works. Um but basically in Breath of the Wild you can utilize amiibo and they will I believe any amiibo will drop like supplies for you, but the Legend of Zelda amiibo actually have a chance for you to unlock rare items, armor sets, etc., etc. Uh, they can only be used once every 24 hours, but that still gives you a pretty decent leg up in a game where a large element of the fun is is survival and scrounging for uh, supplies. So, both Venic409 and Orchestra used Smash Bros. Twilight Link amiibo in their top runs. That figurine will spawn a horse for Link, cutting his travel time. This may end up requiring a new classification from whomever is the final authority on speedrunning. Yes. So I would say that like when I first read this story, because the same story that I read was the same thing, but it was about the previous record, and now this new uh-huh. record is faster. Back when I was reading it, the... The uh the the world the world record holder had not used an amiibo and the orchestra person had and they were second place so mm. it didn't really matter that much um but now I think this can be a bigger deal since because this dude... because the first person the first place person is now a uh, using an amiibo but I feel like I had the same exact initial impression of like that seems cheap like cheating uh huh but then like all the comments from every speedrunner says like that's ah, not a big deal. So I guess, I don't know, I guess that's fine. I mean, like, I, it, it comes to that weird thing where, I think in the speedrunning community, I'm not a whole 100% versed in this, but, like, cheat codes are obviously against, like, a speedrun, right? I mean, cheat codes haven't been in a game for a long time, but, like, using a cheat... Cheat codes are, but, like, but like glitches aren't, and glitches can break a game way worse than Right, any, exactly, any that's what I was thinking. So, like, it, it seems like it might be fine, I... I think the worst comes the worst. At some point, they'll be like, no Amiibo run or something like that, you know? Because there are uh-huh. these, all these modifications on different yeah, types of like speed a, runs. Yeah, like an sure. Amiibo-less any, run. Yeah. Any percent, 100% run, you know, all dungeons run, you know, and that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. The different kinds of runs. So many different kinds, so. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it's it's interesting because, yeah, you, d- 
you mentioned cheat codes versus glitches, and the whole amiibo feature is a neither. feature. Yeah, it's neither, and it's a feature that's involved in the game. But so are cheat codes. I, I don't know. It's just it's it's a weird thing. Like it definitely seems somewhat cheap, but if the game is designed and gives you the option to do that, like yeah, I don't know. I, the interesting thing. Too, um, is that like I don't know if cheat codes are used or not because like I'm thinking of a game I'm thinking of Banjo Tooie all of a sudden because that game has cheat uh-huh. codes like built into the game and like I always use the cheat code which lets you run faster oh, and damn. I and and I remember that being like a big deal for me as a kid being like um, it was not one of the cheat codes that like in the game you actually unlock cheat codes that the game like uh-huh. gives you cheat codes to use if you collect a certain amount of collectibles you can take them back to this uh, you know the, the Cheeto book, and he'll give you some cheat codes. But this is not one of the ones he would give you. But it's one that you could uh, unlock early um, if you knew what it was, you know, on the internet or something like that. And uh, I remember using that, and that was made you run like double speed, basically. And I would like bet you anything that like if someone was doing a speedrun of that game, like I would go and do that cheat code. I don't know if I have. I should go watch a speedrun of that game to see if that's what they do. But that's like that's what I would do, and like. I wonder if that counts. I wonder if speedruns do that or not. So. Yeah, because, I mean, because, like, here's the thing, because I, I, having never done it, can you use Amiibo f- from the very start of the game um, in Legend of Zelda? I do not know the answer to that. I think the Slate, right? Like, I don't know, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it might be once you get the other, the other, you have to get, you definitely have to get all the runes, the Sheikah Slate, to leave the, the, the plateau area anyway. Uh-huh. So it's a bit of a moot point because the starting tutorial area, you have to get all four runes before you can leave. Yes. So you have to get that done. And by the time you get that, you definitely can do the Amiibos. So I don't know if you can do the Amiibos afterward, before that, but it doesn't really matter because you can't leave until you get all the all those other ones. So you have to you have to do that. Huh. Huh. This is weird. Huh. Having, none of us being speedrunners of any kind nope. kind of... Yeah, are just doesn't... speculating here. I, you know what? My final word on this is: Why the hell are you trying to speedrun this game? You should just go out and it... fucking enjoy the game. Well, I mean, that's that's totally different from <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. That's just what I know. Speedruns. That's what the speedruns do. I'm actually, I actually watched some of it and I was very interested. I didn't watch the ending part because obviously that would have revealed uh-huh. the last boss fight, which I didn't <laughs> want to do. But. uh this was th- this wasn't included in the story, but uh, it just one last thing about uh, Zelda. Uh, another fun story about <laughs> Zelda that I saw was uh, in the game. There's this uh, way that the game kind of resets enemies to camps or different areas of the games called a blood moon. Yes, and apparently one unlucky gamer had a blood moon trigger. During the final boss fight with Ganon, which okay. I believe completely reheals him, <laughs> I believe <What>? so. <laughs> that seems broken. That seems like not how you that should go. It doesn't seem like it's how it should go, but that's how it did go. And that's, unfortunately, that that's was super unfortunate. A very unlucky time for that to happen to this poor yeah, guy, for sure. I'm watching a speedrun right now of Banjo Tooie, and it looks like they are not using the cheat code. <laughs> but I bet you anywhere there's somewhere there's there there is one that is. So 
We'll have to look that up. Yep. Either way. Anyway. That's uh, it for news. Moving on to the uh, the end of the news, which means it's time for trailer trash. Trailer trash. I mean, do we play that Red of the Wild? I tell you what. Get it out. Perfect. So. Guys, are you ready huh? to shred? What? Are what am you I ready shredding? To rock? What? You're shredding. You are it. shredding. Are you ready for some heart pounding, intense action? Is shred? Okay, that's not what this kind of ga- kind of game this is. This is like got really relaxing music in the background. <laughs> yeah, the music was weird. Uh, this <laughs> is like all. Paper style, paper being with cardboard. The really pretty, with the, the really pretty art style. The very like this this uh, this game has you play as little paper mans in a little paper world, and it's like a snowboarding game. And we were all like, "This seems really cool." And then they showed the gameplay, and all three of us were like, "Oh." Yeah, looks, because at it first... It looks like a runner. At first, me and Ricardo were like, oh, snowboard kids, that'd be cool to see another one of those. Oh, but not me. I, I, hate, I hate snowboard kids, apparently. Only you and Ricardo. I didn't hear you say anything, so... You didn't mention snowboard kids! <laughs> I did, you all said it already. I didn't need to say it again. You have to say snowboard kids! <laughs> we all have to say snowboard kids out loud. Yeah. yeah. Snowboard kids was fun. What a weird game that was. It was good. But that was fun. It was, it was a good fun. game. But yeah, then this just... It's like, no, it's just a runner type thing. And it looks like a competent one of those. But oh man, I'm so tired of the runner genre. Yeah, and especially, I mean, this this was, I believe, a PlayStation Four uh, trailer. It's like, why would you play this on a con? Like, why would you play an endless runner on a console? Oh, I guess. I mean, you got you got the bit trip runner type games, but I don't know. yeah, it just was very underwhelming after like so. what seemed to be a fairly cool, innovative art style. Yeah, for sure. Like, it looked very cool in the initial thing, and then it was like, oh. Okay. Uh, oh, well. Inner space? It could be still fun. Inner space. Inner space. Inner space. Inner space. Inner space. Not outer space. Inner space. This, uh, I, I don't know what to this, think about this game. This it looked cool. Could be any, this could be anything, right? I guess. I mean, yeah, it, really... it, it does look very pretty. Uh... And it seems like a game that's essentially just explore. That seems sure, to be what, yeah. the, what it is. It looks like it has a little bit of No Man's Sky to it. Not to, not to, not to make this game seem too bad or anything. Like that. <laughs> it, looks, uh, it looks like it has a little bit of that art style and that definitely that you're flying a thing around in. It's like the reverse though. Instead of like outer space, you're in inner space. And that sounds like a cool little catchphrase, but it also, like, visually looks that way, too, with what, like, the... It looks, like, enclosed as opposed to... Yeah. You know, in the out... In, in like, this great openness, it's more like everything is kind of, like, wrapped around... Yeah, and you're, like, going on... You're going underwater, you're going inside of structures and stuff, and your weird little transforming kind of flying craft or maybe that is just what your player character looks like i'm not sure but it look i thought this looked really neat personally yeah it, it, it looked cool but i definitely want to know more like more about what it actually is you know mm-hmm. totally totally as opposed to oh, god 
Friday the 13th. The Friday killer, the 13th. Which I've seen too much of this game already. So, whereas both these previous trailers, specifically the Inner Space one, were fairly short and kind of got across what the actual game is going to be, what the style is going to be and stuff... This uh, Friday the 13th trailer, apparently, that was shown at PAX East, uh, was four minutes long and did not show a goddamn thing about what this game actually it, is. It literally going the to same, be. like, we watched one of the, a trailer for this very game, like, six months ago. And it was four, called, like, it was ago. called, like, Execution Trailer or whatever, and that's right. fine. Because like, it's like, okay. It, I thought it was dumb, but yeah, it's like, that's but the But you know what to expect. Yeah. Right, that was the point of the trailer, so, I, you know, I get it. This is the exact same thing. It is. It's just different executions. They added, like, a little bit more, like, a little bit more. shots of the environment, and that's it. And the rest is and just, like... And, like, there was, like, one shot of, ins- like, they, they were looking through the window of a cabin, and it showed, like, the teens or whatever kind of player characters that are running around, like, running around independently. But that was literally, like, ten seconds of... This four-minute trailer, which the rest of it was just a pretty middling, like, a pretty middling graphically uh, model of Jason Voorhees murdering pretty middling models of teens in pretty middling, uh, (laughs) like, animations and stuff. Yeah, like the it's fun, just like it's like the like, funnest. So... The funnest one was like at the very beginning where he literally just picks up uh, the girl and just throws her on her head and her head explodes. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, okay, I can get behind this. And then three minutes later, I was like, what is this? Is like, what's what? the point? Like, what's this trailer supposed to be showing off? Like, it doesn't look that great. It's the song is just a very generic kind of eighties hair metal song. Like it's like that's that's very on the nose too. Yes. It's like it's like it's called Killer, and it's like he's gonna come and kill you, or like that's basically like the yeah. the lyrics is something along those lines. And it's just like man, like it sounds like from the people who've actually played this game, it almost sounds like the game is halfway decent. Like in terms of people enjoy the the way it works, like the gameplay wise. Yeah. But I haven't seen a single dan- a single. I know thing about, marketing like, is just. I mean, maybe, maybe there is more. Maybe well, there is gameplay trailer out there. We just have accidentally yeah. clicked on all the wrong and, ones. And <laughs> with, it being, with it, with it being kickstarted, I you know, I imagine they have. They don't have a marketing. They don't have a big marketing team there, or a marketing team at all. Like I would, I would guess there is but, an IGN uh, first. It's a 17 minutes of gameplay trailer, but I mean sure. that's long. But still, it should maybe like I don't know. 17 minutes trailer. of execution. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's like just, the killer like, comes in the now. Yeah, that's 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 literally how it goes. Like exactly like that. And there are other games that are already doing this sort of thing and that look better. Like my brother is really really into a game that I mentioned when we were watching this, um, which I've forgotten already. Dead by Daylight. It's got like a completely different art style, multiple kinds of levels, not just a camp in the woods. It's got the same concept. It's multiplayer. But it doesn't look like it. Like, I, and I'm sure it probably is super gory. And, and, and like, I'm not even against gore. But like, this is not selling me. This is a bad sale. Like, this is a bad. Yeah. Like, that's not because because you know. unlike, I mean, like the the new Mortal Kombat games have been, of course, like gameplay wise, very solid fighting games. But like, the the innovation and just the fidelity of the gore in those games 
there have been trailers that have showcased that, and it's been it's like more very, stylistic and more yeah, yeah, like interesting, very intriguing. Whereas this just looks like they upresed Manhunt and showed you the like the executions, and it's yeah. just it doesn't it doesn't have the same affecting yeah. like quality of it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we've well, talked um, too much about that. That's, yeah, that's definitely more than it needed to. to, to Dauntless. Hear about. Uh, Dauntless. This Guys, is you like Monster Hunter. Yes, Go. we do love Monster Hunter. This looks we need like. To play it. <laughs> yeah, we do. We need to play it. <laughs> I've been saying for the last four months. Pretty much. And then we Every never episode. Do. That's our. That's a drink. If you heard that, Seriously. that's our. If you're playing along at home, do. I will. Dauntless but is this... a PC game that is like Monster Hunter with like, uh, cartoony gra- cartoony but better graphics, I guess. In some ways, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, just, just like a uh, different, the, like a different it is. style. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the problem is, is Monster Hunter is still only on handheld, yeah. so it's it hasn't really evolved much well, graphically. Will it go on but, Switch? Uh, <sighs> that would definitely. I mean, I will say it here first. You can mark it uh, if Switch announced that they were having a multi, uh, excuse me, a Monster Hunter game on the Switch. That would be my. You get it. That would be my motivation to go out and get a Switch, honestly. What if it was a Monster Hunter game coming to the Switch, but it also came to, like, 3DS as well? Uh, that would be difficult. If there was cross-play, I couldn't see me getting a Switch, but if it was, like, no, 3DS players can only play on 3DS, the Switch players can only play with other Switch players, like, I would probably have to go get a Switch, honestly. Nah. But anyway, just curious. I got some contacts at Capcom. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, your move, Nintendo <laughs> slash Capcom. Uh, but yeah, Donald, this looked all right. I mean, it showed it showcased a little bit of the different weapons, including a hammer that you kind of fire weird projectiles out of, which is very much like the gun lance in Monster Hunter, which was a lance that you fire projectors projectiles out of. Uh, the monsters looked okay. Like they didn't look horribly innovative, but. Uh, Anything that kind of makes this genre move forward and grow, like, I'm I'm for. Because uh, I really like Monster Hunter. I want more people to to play these type of games. Yeah, and this one seems to have... They, they advertise they have less of a barrier of entry than Monster Hunter games do. <laughs> Which, I mean, isn't a necessarily, like... Hard to do. <laughs> it's not yeah, It's not a hard... They put a normal tutorial in there? To get over. As opposed to... Put a normal tutorial... Don't make you sift through like four pages of your inventory and and box inventory to to manage all your shit. Yeah. Don't uh, make every yeah. single mission a tutorial and then you have to come back and redo a new one. Ugh. Anyway, what's this one? Next one called. Anyway, Just, our uh, next the, game huh? is the Persist- Persistence. Yeah, that's a VR game. This that's game a... looked like a VR game. Yep. It Do you is... like spooky, scary space? Uh, it is very much an like an alien type like oh. scary my favorite thing a... is the space comms coming up and saying command crew murdered and murdered, <laughs> like, highlighted it's like the status yeah, of them murder. like uh, that was built that was a built-in command the computer was ready for that like you never yeah know. it's weird you'd think like the computer would just say like like deceased dis- or missing like deceased or, like, yeah unknown. Like it, it would be, it would be a little bit less of a mystery, or it would be a little bit more of a mystery. Like if it was just like, "Ooh, what happened to them?" You have to find out. No, it's like, no, they were murdered. definitely murdered. Not just killed, <laughs> murdered. Yeah, <laughs> not just like 
oh, you're in space. What could, what could possibly happen to you? Uh, nope, the first thing is murder. Murder is the... Uh, the only nice. way. Yeah, uh, this... Um, also... It, it, it looked fine. Like, yeah. It, of these it, type of games. It looked like an alien isolation style. Like, you don't have very many attacks to fend these monsters off. Which yeah. The monster dudes look like... Bad. They're not even space zombies. They're just, like, space crazy people or space, like, yeah. people or something. Like, they like, kind of, like, look very generic. Ethan made a made an allusion to uh, Outlast type enemies and they definitely kind of looked in that fashion the outlast guys are naked so that's scary oh yeah Ooh. they got the dukes out <laughs> yep um, dukes out for outlast also <laughs> also like yeah. having seen somebody play uh resident evil in vr like seeing the way these enemies like attack you while you're supposed to be in this vr headset just felt a little flat like the guy was like swinging at your head from three feet away and it was supposedly hitting the guy i don't know it just looked a little off it looked a little wonky uh but yeah I mean, but hey the, is this psvr i mean i yes, guess you could PSVR. always you could always use more of those titles i suppose sure uh, right yeah, like better than better than million dollar million uh unit install base Almost. In the words of Mighty Number no. Nine, is better than nothing. <laughs> Aw. Hey, they have Resident <laughs> no Evil way. Seven, so they can surprise no one just plays that. Yeah. Um. And then lastly, a lot of space in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. But space. This is time to uh, discover space. space. Sp- spooky, spooky space again. And then now we're going to discover the space. But not just discover the space. Discovering space two. Two. Space two. I didn't know that. I didn't know they made a single space. Sa- Sage two. Space two. <laughs> Everything two. Uh, yeah. So this I, just. It's, and by the way, when, when we say that, it's not discover space as well. It's discover space numeral two. Yes. And this, this is, is not... Friday the Thirteenth. Like to spend a lot of its time showing, taking forever on their cuts. Very taking forever. And this yeah. one is like, nope, it works no, like we this. Don't have time. This we don't have time is for that. a cut. Here is. <laughs> Uh, see, Earth, it was like Moon, Saturn, Saturn but, ring. Uh, but it wasn't like sun. it wasn't like hard cuts though. They were all fades. Like everything yeah. was a fade, but very quick, yeah. a very quick fade. A very yeah, quick it would fade. fade in, and then would be a full picture for like a second, and then it would start to fade out again into the next yeah. scene, which is, I mean, and it's like it's it's a game where you can be in VR and you can explore the solar system and go to different planets and look at the planets close up, look at the planets far away, and look see at some the solar flares. education. Yeah. Education, edutainment. I, it seems I said I think I said this when we were watching it, but it seems like one of those games that looks really boring in this trailer. But I'm sure if you had a VR headset on, it would be at least a little bit, a lot, you know, a lot more interesting. Scale, than yeah, that. scale would make yeah, it more just impressive. like it would look cooler. But it just looks like a thing where you ride around and see space. Yeah, yeah. Which some people are super duper into totally. that stuff. Yeah, hey, but, yeah. Uh, if you like it, that's the more power to you. Check it out if you some want. Some people are into trains, also. Train but, simulator. But, all right, guys. Well, this is a bit of a tricky one, in my opinion. Which one? Oh, I know enough for you guys, I guess. Which one won? Friday the 13th, let's go! No, um... God damn it. I think I'm, I'm just going to say, I think I think Dauntless was the best trailer that we watched. Dauntless is definitely the game in this list that I would probably most want to play. I would say I Shredded, like, honestly. I... Really? What? I like the way it I looks. I was gonna, 
I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, but I don't like the way it played. Well, yeah, but I was gonna say, but then once it, the, all that yeah. charm went out the window when I saw what the game actually was. That's a good point. I mean, hey, it's your it's your pick. No, man. no, you pick yeah, you, you I know. Game you want? No, you made a good argument. Not to, not to, not to, uh, you know, try to change your opinion, but you're an idiot if you choose right. <laughs> <laughs> Only idiots choose right. No, anyway. Um. Um. Hmm. Yeah, because Inner Space didn't sell me anything. Yeah, I think honestly maybe Dauntless, but because it's like, yep, that's a Monster Hunter game. Looks like a better one of those. Not a better one, but different Mm. one of those. Yeah, Monster Hunter Double Cross coming out, man. Nah, (laughs) uh, shit. Uh, it's yeah, it's either between Dauntless or Inner Space to me. I would probably say Inner Space, honestly. I I thought that trailer was really cool. I thought it it looked, the game looked interesting and unique from that. Dauntless again, probably the one that I would play. I would play out of these trailers, but Inner Space was just the better overall trailer, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, that's two for Dauntless, right? Or is it all three for Dauntless? Yes. Okay, I, I couldn't tell. I don't remember what everybody yes. said. Two for dollars, one for Interspace. <laughs> All right. That means Interspace is the winner. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> just to throw you guys off. The, weight, the weighted, this weighted voting system <laughs> weighted. we've just Yeah, well, we'll see, I mean... Dauntless won the popular vote, but, I mean... Oh, the, God. The, the, way, <laughs> the way the states lined us up. All. <laughs> All right, with that, Dauntless wins Star Trailer Trash for this week. That about wraps it up for this week on the Pixel Podcast, so that means it is time for us to say goodbye. But you don't have to say goodbye just away. Start away. You can go to our website, com, and you can check out um, some cool videos that we've been putting up. We've got some streams from Dark Souls and Bloodborne that have been up on the site, um, and we, of course, have all the old episodes of the Pixel Podcast on our iTunes page which you can subscribe to from there. If you want to leave us a review, we'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us in the future, you can listen to our Facebook page. If you've got Twitter, you can go to pixel underscore legends on Twitter and find us there. And check out all of our stuff that we'll be putting out eventually just a week at a time, one podcast at a time. That's what I say. It's always it's our motto. I say it every live, episode. Live your life one podcast at a time. Exactly. You got it. So uh, with that... Uh, anything else, gentlemen? Let's wrap this one up. I think we got it. I think that's I it. I think we got it. Yeah, yeah. We got, we all got, we all got British yeah. accents now. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. There you go, Jack. Oi. Um, I'm, I'm Potter Zelda. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you, Will. Can you, can you? Mary, Mary Poppins. Can you fucking about it? <laughs> the Calamity Poppins. Yeah. The Calamity <laughs> Poppins. poppins. <laughs> rupees for the birds rupees for the birds <laughs> let's go fly a paraglider 